0: Welcome to Episode 28 of the Princeton Podcast with Mayor Mark Frieda. In this episode, Mark caught up with Aubrey Haynes, a board member of the Princeton Business Partnership, structured as a special improvement district whose mission is to shape, maintain, and grow a flourishing business economy by offering an exceptional experience for Princeton residents and visitors. The creation of the Princeton Business Partnership is seen as an important step to ensure the expansion and sustainability of a vibrant Princeton with the support of commercial property owners, business owners, community leaders, and government leaders. So without any further introduction, let's join our host, Mark Frieda, and his guest, Aubrey Haynes, for episode 28 of the Princeton Podcast. Aubrey, thanks for joining us today. Thank you
1: very much, Mayor. Glad to be here. So we're, today we're going to talk about the SID, or Special Improvement Authority, which was recently created. So can you just kind of tell us, what is a SID? A Special Improvement District um, is a,
2: an area in which the community um, is able to invest additional monies. Those monies are derived from assessments on property owners. In the case of Princeton, commercial property owners... To improve the special improvement district, which is the com- main commercial areas of uh, Princeton, um, and there are there are actually 90 special improvement districts around
1: the state of New Jersey. Yeah, pretty amazing. I don't think people realize how many uh, how many there are. But um, but our but our special improvement district we don't it actually has a real name. And what maybe you could tell us what the
2: yeah the, the name is Princeton Business Partnership. And um, which is a mouthful. So our marketing folks are thinking about ways to take that and make it more um, relatable to the folks that will be um, advertising to and, and uh, attracting to the town of Princeton.
1: Right. So I guess if anybody has watched uh, some of the council meetings before we went live when we were at Zoom, we approved the budget for the CID or the Princeton Business Partnership. And they might have heard us refer to either as SID or PBP. Or so, but anyway, I guess as you said, your marketing folks are going to come up with something uh, spectacular to.
2: Yeah, uh, it's been, it's had a couple different names over uh, the last couple of years. You know, we, we had, um, as you know, we've had um, multiple uh, meetings with the steering committee. Uh, it started right around the um, right after COVID began. Uh, there was an effort to try to figure out ways to. Overcome the disastrous impacts of COVID on the commercial district in Princeton, and um, many of the leaders of the uh, commercial business um, leadership, as well as property owners and and folks from the from the town, came together. We met uh, for over a year weekly, uh, which was a which was wonderful because it was a great expression of the of the desire among many community leaders to, to see the downtown come back to its former glory. So.
1: Yeah. A lot, a lot of people pushing to, to try to improve things. Um, so how is, how, how is the Princeton business partnership run? How, what, 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 what's the, I don't know. So anyway, who runs it? How does it formed? Whatever. So
2: there's a, uh, a board of directors. And um, interestingly, uh, you know, and actually something that would probably be obvious to most people who are involved in the Prince and Merchants Association, but a lot of the leaders of the PMA are on the board. In fact, there's a majority of the board members are from, from P, the PMA and, um, it's run by a board of directors. We have 18 directors. You, you are one of them, uh, because the mayor, uh, has the ability to be a director or appoint someone. There's a council a council person, Michelle Perrone Lambros is the council person, and the majority of the board members need to be property owners. Um, so the board uh, has committees, um, and each of the committees uh, execute the uh, the overall strategic plan of the board. And we have an executive director.
1: So it would be nice to elaborate a little bit on the executive director because that person recently just started. Yep. So why don't we? Why don't you trumpet? Here's how great our new executive director is, and and why. And 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 the fact that there
2: is an executive director, because I think one of the things the PMA uh, leadership always were concerned about was that it was a completely voluntary organization and they didn't have the resources to hire someone. And so it really relied on people who had day jobs uh, to get all the work done. And in this case, our executive director, full-time paid position, um, his job is to execute on the plan of the the board uh, the executive director is a gentleman by the name of Isaac Kramer. Uh, Isaac was, uh, the, has, has last night he, we had a, we had a social at the uh, studio Hillier and, um, and Isaac introduced himself. He, his wife was there, his children were there. Uh, and, and I think the way Isaac looks at it, uh, the position is that his whole family is invested in the Princeton community. And this is, um, this is similar to when he was uh, the executive director of the uh, Special Improvement District in Metuchen. Um, he was executive director of a similar organization in Tennessee and Oyster Bay, Long Island. Uh, so this is the fourth town that he's come to to, to really turn things around. And uh, I think his work in Metuchen, um, if anybody has seen the before and the after, it's pretty evident the impact that he's had on that town. So we're really excited about him being here in Princeton.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I firmly believe it's going to benefit the town. Yeah. I mean, I really do. Um, so let me just, the meetings of the Princeton Business Partnership, are they open to the public? How do I find out what's going on?
2: Yeah, they're uh, public meetings, um, just as a uh, council meeting would be. Um, it's a, so it's a not-for-profit 501c3 corporation that is distinct from the town, but then in many ways, it really is constitutes a public-private partnership, uh, if not in the legal sense, certainly in the, in the sense that we're operating. Uh, the board meetings are held um, second Wednesday of the month, four o'clock. We've been meeting at Nassau Inn, and I expect that would continue. All the meeting information is available on the Princeton Business Partnership website, uh, PrincetonBusiness.org, and um, so anybody who's interested would welcome their attendance.
1: Yeah, that's good to hear because you do want people to have a sense of what's happening, and you know if if they're interested, they could show up at a meeting, listen in, and say, "Oh, I got a question or whatever." So all the better.
2: And at, at last night's social, I said to everyone in attendance, I said, "You all have the opportunity to be part of this and to contribute and to volunteer your time." and to offer your thoughts. Uh, we, we, we know that um, the 18 people that are on the board uh, don't have all the ideas. They have plenty of ideas and plenty of enthusiasm, <laughs> but we expect that, um, that over time uh, that board will, will change, the committee members will come and go, and that um, we're going to need to constantly revitalize the, the membership of the organization.
1: Yeah. So. Um- I know you, you referenced that a number of the board members came from the, well, I guess the Princeton uh, Merchant Association. When, when is the Princeton Merchant Association like formally stopping their activities and just roll everything over to the SID? To, to the
2: I don't have any formal uh, relationship with them, uh, but um, as I understand it, the folks that I've talked to, they were going to wrap up sometime around the end of the year. Um, they have sort of committed all of the resources that they have to the pop into Princeton campaign and um as i said there're j- j- a lot of there's a lot of influence from that organization within the Princeton business partnership as there should be
1: so um is there a way to to tell us who the initial members of the board are or is it uh, how do we describe like i know you've kind of alluded to some are from the merchants association but how do we just tell the public hey, like here's all the different types of people that belong to the board or
2: they are on our website but um you know it's folks like kristen appleget from the university uh, Jack Morrison, uh, restaurateur and owner of real estate, uh, Andrew Siegel from uh, Hamilton Jewelers, Lori Raybon from the uh, Palmer Square uh, folks, um, you and Michelle uh, from the from the uh, the town government, um, and um, a whole host of people who, when you go to the board meetings and you meet them, Kate Back from the Y, she's. Just a lovely, lovely person. Joy Chen, Joy Cards. These are people that are really dedicated to the community, community and who uh, are there selflessly offering their time to, to, to try to use this vehicle, the Princeton Business Partnership, to advance the, uh, the, the community and make it a better place in many ways. And um, maybe it would be worth just stepping back Um, the the steering committee was formed. Um other attempts had been made to create a special improvement district or some other type of um corporation like that to um help the town. But um it wasn't until COVID hit until we lost the one and a half to two million visitors a year that come to Princeton because of the university and all the students were no longer here wasn't until that happened that there was really a um, a devastating impact on the economy and they I'm in the real estate business I've been in working in the real estate market in Princeton for 35 years I've never seen vacancy in downtown Princeton like we've seen over the last couple of years and um, and that's really what uh, I think inspired people to be part of the steering committee and a lot of those folks from the steering committee became members of the board of directors, um, and uh, many people who are not on the board, but were on the steering committee are members of committees. Uh, so it's really wonderful to see the, uh, the people grabbing an oar, starting to row with the, with the leadership of the PBP, rowing in the same direction to improve the town.
1: Yeah. And then, um, you know, I think there's a number of commercial districts in town and that the board tries to represent all those different districts and the different types of commercial properties. So I know Edens has a representative, Avalon Bay has a representative. So um, that helps represent different geographic areas, but also different types of commercial properties. Charlie Edlin's on the board. He helps represent the section up towards uh, going in towards Montgomery. So I think there's been a real good effort to, to try to make the board, you know, um, represent the diverse geographic areas that have been made parts of the SID.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, on Isaac's first day, we got in the car and we drove around town. <laughs> we went out to all the other, it, obviously, you know, Nassau Street and Witherspoon Street um, are, you know, the downtown in many ways, but uh, the steering committee recommended and the ordinance includes a number of sections of town, all the commercial areas of town, um, and, um, Isaac, uh, has recognized that that's a challenge to make sure that all of those areas are properly represented because they're paying into the SID. This is an investment that we are the stewards of, and we want to make sure that we're giving all of the districts, all of the, our shareholders, a, uh, representation in the SID and that they're getting a return on their investment. So we went to Jasna Polana, we went to um, Springdale, we went all around to the, um, the, the various areas. We met with people and Isaac has made it a point to, to um, start to develop a list of people whom he intends to meet with on a regular basis so that um, all of the districts are I feel
1: like that they're, they're being listened to and that their needs are being addressed. Yeah, which, which is a great thing to hear. So just one more thing I think on the board members. How, are there term limits how, are you there are you appointed for life or how how long are you there uh i
2: it, i think it's extremely important to any organization that there be um, a constant refreshing of the leadership of the organization so um the and and the other part of it is we can't have the entire board turnover at once so the the bylaws which are also available on our website specify that uh, the first members of the board of directors will either have one, two, or three-year terms so that we'll turn over every year uh, a third of the board, uh, or at least their terms will expire. Um, those terms can be extended, uh, three-year terms, but um, I think that there's um, there are a couple things. Number one, I think uh, board members will be exhausted after a period of years because it's a lot of work and it's volunteer work. Um, and um, people, uh, I've heard from certain board members that they are only going to serve for a c- certain period of time just to get the the organization launched. Um, but it's also important to the other um, people who are contributing at the committee level that they have the opportunity, if they demonstrate leadership and um, and commitment, that they have an opportunity to get onto the board. So yes, there will be, a constant refreshing of the leadership of the organization and i think um, justifiably so yeah
1: yeah so let's talk a little bit more maybe you could help explain a little bit more about how the uh, the prince business partnership is actually funded yes uh everybody receives a
2: tax bill uh, from the town um, in that tax bill is a uh, line item for an assessment for the special improvement district it is uh, equal to either 1%, 2 or 3% of the taxes that are paid. So if someone's paying uh, $10,000 in taxes, uh, their assessment would be uh, either $100, 200 or $300 per year. Um, the total of the um, uh, sum of all of the assessments is equal to about $370,000 across the town. And um, we are, uh, as you know, we were discussing the formation of the Special Improvement District. And as we were um, describing to the um, public, to the members of the public who, when we first rolled it out, um, in my mind, as leader of this organization, if we're not generating at least two times or three times value for the amount of money being spent, then we're, we're not doing our job. Um, this, this is not a $370,000 to be spent for, uh, to make us all happy that the streets are clean and the, and the, and the, um, and, and the, and the stores look beautiful. It, it needs to return, uh, an investment, uh, or a return on the investment. And that happens by increasing the, uh, amount of traffic to the, uh, stores. It happens by increasing the value of the properties, the sales, um, and, that's kind of the logical side of things. I think the emotional side is when you look at Princeton post-COVID, I, I think uh, a lot of people look at the downtown and say, you know, it's not what it should be. And um, it's wonderful to see the improvements on Witherspoon Street. Um, it's wonderful to, to think about what could happen on Nassau Street. But there are a lot of contentious issues like parking that uh, we can play a role in helping to... Address that I think um, and I think it it's it's hopefully the town leaders like yourself find that the relationship is positive that it helps you to do your job better because we've got I'm sure you hear from the residents but and you hear from various different business owners but now we have a single voice that speaks for the business community that helps the leadership of the town to uh, really sift through what's what's wanted and what's really needed by the businesses in order for them to succeed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well said, right? Because at the end of the day, we want things to improve for all the business, commercial properties, et cetera, but all that has a positive effect on the entire town. So everybody actually benefits from that. Yeah. And, uh, and just to, you know, add a little bit about the money that comes into the SID. So, as you said, the town, the town does bill for it. The town collects it. The town turns it over to the CID. The town doesn't control that money. The CID decides how to spend its own money. And really, the only thing the town does is once a year, the CID presents a budget to the town, to the governing body, and the governing body approves it, or could say, "Geez, we got a question on whatever." But I just wanted to stress again that you know the governing body doesn't tell you guys what to do. Right? Mm-hmm. We help you. Right. But we're not telling you what to do. You guys are separate from us and. And That's the law. It, yeah. The way it's written by the state of New Jersey, and probably a good thing. Yeah,
2: to give <laughs> um, some independence to the yeah. to the special improvement district. Yeah, but um, as we've discussed, it's really a, a partnership in many ways, if not legally, I think in many ways psychologically, because I think it's important for look a lot of the things that we want to do int- are intimately intertwined with what the town is doing, and one of the things you you um, you say. Uh, you know, you wanted to talk about the funding and the mechanics of the, of the money, money side, the SID will not replace things that the town is already doing. I think that's an important point. So if the town's already collecting garbage, the it's not going to ask the SID to do that instead of the town. But maybe on Saturdays and Sundays, if um, a little extra cleanup is needed because there are a lot of people in town and uh, the garbage cans get full, we can work together to make sure that the um that the customer serve, the customer experience in town, the 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 experience of the residents who walk through town is um more enjoyable because things like garbage pickup is done, but also street cleaning and um and generally the appearance of the town. So we um one of the things we've looked at is landscaping, trees, flowers, uh, ways of making the, um, when you walk down the street, uh, you you're, you just smile because it's so beautiful. Um, so, so that's something that we're going to be looking at. Um, and that um, individual property owners in the past, like Hamilton Jewelers and the uh, Palmer Square folks, they've already done things like that holiday decorations. So our goal would be to expand into the entire commercial district that intense level of of um scrutiny to make sure that the that this that the town looks beautiful
1: right yeah i think it's interesting when you mentioned the the holiday decorations for example because at a recent meeting there was a lot of discussion how can the holiday decoration idea and theme be um expanded to other areas of the town that it hasn't been yet and all this isn't going to happen you know i mean the organization has only existed for a few months now. Yeah. So it's not like everything's going to happen right away. No. But it's great to see that there's planning and there's thought being, you know, what are we doing for the future? And, and you know, that's already, that groundwork's being laid already. Yeah. And one
2: of the things I think that um, Isaac brings to the um, table is the fact that he raised well over a million dollars in addition to the budget that was funded by the assessments in Metuchen. And he, um is determined to exceed that number here in Princeton. There are multiple outside sources that can provide funding to the Princeton business partnership, Um, foundations, charitable organizations and government funding programs that are available to improve the streetscape, to help um, property owners to improve their, um, the appearance of their buildings. And, um, and I think that's a very exciting thing to leverage the, the monies that are coming in via the assessments to hopefully get uh, a multiple of that uh, of funding from other sources for the town.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think, as you said, it's pretty key having that executive director position because you need somebody who can do this full time. You can't. Yeah. You know, you can't ask, okay, you're running your store, but by the way, go chase a grant. It's not like you just say, oh, hey, call up whoever and say, gee, I need a grant. And it magically appears. It's a lot of work.
2: Yeah. And um, it's especially uh, high and steep hill to climb if you've never done it before. But Isaac's done it multiple times. And so it's a lot easier for him to get it to be more efficient in his efforts to make that happen. He also knows how to write them so that he has a much higher uh, rate of uh, grant applications that are actually funded.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, there is a trick to it. You do have to get used to doing it. Yeah. So um, let me change gears just a little bit, Aubrey. So w- w- what do you what do you do as a for your real job as opposed to just running this?
2: So uh, for the last thirty five years, I've uh, under different flags been a commercial real estate broker, and uh, we out now have a property management company and we also have a development and investment business. We recently uh, renamed our company Princeton Property Partners, which was the development business. That was the name of that business. But we had Mercer Oak Realty was our brokerage firm. We're now renaming that to Princeton Property Partners and our property management business was Princeton Property Management. We're Cushman Wakefield and C.B. Richard Ellis doesn't, don't have different names for each of the different divisions. So we decided to uh, unify our brand. And, um, uh, I'm an 11th generation New Jerseyan, although I don't live in Princeton. <laughs> I, um, I, our family is called New Jersey home since the 1680s. And um, uh, our family is an old Quaker farming family. So I, I grew up on a peach farm in Mount Laurel. And uh, we still have 1,200 acres of peach orchards in South Jersey. Our, my brother um, and my cousin, they produce about half the state crop of peaches. It's amazing and um but since the um since the late 80s i've been um here and working in the princeton area in commercial real estate and um working with clients and uh representing them in their um acquisition uh, and sale leasing of office space but just in the last um 10 11 years we've been we we bought our first property in princeton in 2011 now we have uh five different properties in town we own, including the uh, property where the CVS store is on Nassau street, which is the most visible of the properties. And, um, we are with each acquisition, we, we tend to focus on properties that are, uh, undervalued that are in some ways run down, which is hard to believe in Princeton (laughs) because you look at the outside of the building, it looks beautiful, but the inside, maybe not so not so much. So we buy properties that are, um, undervalued and we add value by bringing them up to the level that they should be. And, um, and then we, uh, we you know, are able to increase the value and to return a, a good solid um, investment return to our investors.
1: Yeah. So one thing just to backtrack a little bit, I did have the opportunity to get a case of peaches from you. And I must say the peaches from your peach farm were great. They were great. <laughs> you know, um, Jersey tomatoes,
2: Jersey yeah. corn. Yeah. Jersey peaches. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, um, when the last real estate recession hit, we, one of the thoughts that we, one of the businesses we got in was, um, uh, was a renewable energy business. So we, um, we actually helped the farm, um, uh, secure, um, the acquisition and installation of a, of a large solar array um but what we learned when we were in that business was that the um the light profile of new jersey is dramatically different than if you go say for example into central pennsylvania the the, the solar much more solar energy is produced along the coastal portion of um uh, this por- this part of the united states than just a couple hundred miles inland and that plus the soils significantly impact the um the the ability of the, of trees and vegetation to produce superior fruits and vegetables. And that's why Jersey corn and Jersey tomatoes and Jersey peaches are so much better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they are no matter where you go, people all know about that. Yeah. I seem to. Um, so let me just jump back to the Princeton business partnership for a second. Um, what is there like anything on the immediate horizon you see coming out that you want to share with us? Any immediate plans for the next year or two goals or, so we are. Our
2: marketing group is working on a logo and a website, um, and um, that's sort of the first step, really, um, to creating our brand. Uh, the uh, streetscape committee is working on holiday decorations um, to, uh, especially in the Witherspoon area, to help once the street is complete to um, to make it a uh, an attractive place for for people to visit um the um, our um, um, administration group is working on creating all the boundaries rules regulations all the things that a good well run 501c3 should have um, and they're a terrific group so I'm excited to see what they're up to um, and then our economic development group is also working on um, the customer experience and a lot has to do with Uh, things like signage and parking. Um, So uh, there's some, and there's, there's clearly some, some things we want to accomplish in the near term. And that really is to at at least for this year to expand the holiday decoration um, program. And, and for years in the future, I think we can really um, um, work that and expand that, make the holiday decorations spectacular. But, um, but, that's going to be an incremental uh, effort. Um, but I think that the, um, the economic development group has a real opportunity as well to, to rethink, to help the town rethink how uh, businesses display signage, um, have awnings. Um, and they also will work with Isaac um, on uh, grants for storefront improvements isaac has been really good at that in Metuchen. So I would expect people should expect to see the storefronts uh, one at a time, little pilot projects here and there, but to see some, um, you know, Hamilton Jewelers does a really good job. There are a lot of other folks that could, could benefit from improving their storefronts. So that's something we're going to be looking at.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's impressive. Uh, it, you guys are building a brand new business. Right? It's just so there's a lot to be done. There's a lot getting done. Yep. Uh, so very. Uh, it looks very good for the future with with the group. So that's that's good to hear. Um, Aubrey, I want to thank you for joining us today.
2: That's well, my pleasure.
1: Yeah,
0: it's been informative. Thank you, Mayor. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for joining us for the twenty eighth episode of the Princeton Podcast, produced by the podcast production team at HG Media providing audio and video production services here in Princeton since 1999. If you enjoyed this episode of the Princeton Podcast, please share it with your friends. Visit our website at princetonpodcast.com and be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.